the inside. She got the scoop on the ones to watch, on the ones that's hot. No one can do it quite like Caroline. Caroline. No one can do it quite like Caroline. It's time for Caroline. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Hyper Caroline Hobby. I am your host, Caroline Hobby. I know music, I know people, and I know the questions you want to ask. So let's get hyper. Heads up, these are adults having adult conversations, so there could be adult content. You guys, this episode is awesome because I have the hairstylist to the stars. That is right. Allie Ryan is joining me for this episode. She started the Dry House, which is in Nashville, with Dirk Bentley's wife, Cassidy. And it's amazing. She does everyone's hair from Dirk Bentley and Cassidy to Florida Georgia Line and their wives, Thomas Rhett and his wife, Lauren, Jason Aldean and Brittany, his wife. She does everyone's hair. She does my hair every Wednesday. The girls and the guys at their salon do my hair every Wednesday for my show, Nashville Insider, with along with my co-host, Lindsay Caldwell. She's amazing, and she's also just so cool. She believes in manifesting your dreams and the power of believing in yourself and your passion. So y'all get excited. Here is Allie Ryan. Well, hello, Allie Ryan. Hello, Caroline. So I'm here in the famous dry house. Famous. It is famous because pretty much every famous person, plus (laughs) everyone in Nashville, comes to get their hair done here. Yeah. I feel like this was the first dry bar in Nashville. Yeah, pretty much. Tell me about your vision for this, how it started, and how like you launch something like this and then have every celebrity client come to you. Um, We really wanted to make a space the best place that you could ever hang out. If you're feeling happy, if you're feeling depressed, if you just need to dance it out, would be your best friend's <laughs> dance house. Dance it out. <laughs> right? But your best friend's living room, right? You can totally dance in the dry house. Oh my gosh, we have. We have plenty <laughs> of late nights that we do. But um, so we wanted to make a space that was like kind of like a home. And so we said, okay, we're blow drying here. And I hate the word blow. Hate it. Why? It's got so many bad like... Things behind it. It could mean, like, very different things. Like, the blowhouse. Can you imagine? Oh, the blowhouse. That would have been terrible. That would attract a different clientele. (laughs) (laughs) On different levels, too. So we decided to go with the word dry, because we are blow-drying hair. And then house just kind of fit. Then we decided we wanted to make it like a home. Okay. And that was it. Okay. So we have the living room, the washroom... Oh, like the foyer. Like. So it's like actually a house. Oh yeah, it's a home. The washrooms, like where you shower up. Yeah, your hair. Yeah, living room. And I love yep. that. Like as soon as you walk in, this the is the lounge. This is the lounge, and this is your <laughs> space back here where you cut and color hair. Yep. We don't necessarily always advertise about it um, because we're just a blow dry only salon. But the need for my expertise was large, and so I decided to make a little space for myself to be able to do it. Are you allowed to talk about some of your celebrity clientele? Because they all sure. advertise you all the time. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay, so tell me some of the celebs that you do their hair. Um, well, uh, Miranda, for oh, sure. You color and cut? Color and cut, Miranda, and blow dry also. I mean, that's a big deal because she's the hottest female ever. Of all time. Of all and time. And she's just the best. Um, the best. I do Jake. Owen. Jake Owen. Too yep. bad he's so not sexy. I mean, right? His smile just makes you smile. I told you, you that hate, last time we did this. Do you just hate running your hands through his hair? No. I think maybe <laughs> sometimes he hates how much I do it. 
And then um, I got Dan and Shay, both of them. Both of them. And they yep. have full heads of hair. Oh my goodness, like carpets. Yeah, for sure. Like carpets. That's yeah, great. Like rugs. And I love it because you experiment. You do a lot of guys' hair, which is great because love you it. do a lot of experimental, not experimental, but you do edgy styles with them. Yeah, when I got out of beauty school, it's really funny. I was like, I'm never doing men. I hate doing men's haircuts. <laughs> and now, like, it's the most that I do, including. Michael Hobby, everybody. You, you just did Michael Hobby's hair, and he loves it. Now yeah. he's wearing his hair down all the time, yep. which is great. Um, Karen Fairchild. <gasps> From Little Big Town? Yeah, she's a rock star. Oh! Yeah, she's the best. She's the best. She's so cool. The coolest. She seems like the coolest. The coolest. She's just, her energy is like so, like, you just chill out when you're around her, and you just want to listen to, you know, what she has to say. That's great. Yeah. I want to be centered like that. She is so centered. I don't know if maybe she's just overthinking things in her head, but <laughs> it doesn't come across that way at all. And every time she comes, I'll open up on Sundays sometimes, and we call it church, and she'll just come, and we'll have church on Sundays. And oh. she just sits here, and I just, we just do our thing. Oh, my gosh. It's a great way to unwind. Yes. Um, Kelsey Ballerini. Ugh. The Kelsey's best. the cutest ever. Happiest, happiest, happiest girl of all time. How is she so happy all the time? I, I mean, look, I mean, look at her life. I mean, but she's so getting married to the hottest, most amazing man on the planet. Australian too. Let's not forget the accent. Her songs are blowing out of the water. I mean, she's, she's nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, she's got three number ones in a row right off the bat. Three number ones in a row right off the bat. Yeah, she's just killing it. She's killing it. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see. You do Florida Georgia Line. Oh, Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> That's so funny because I do them like probably the most. So Florida Georgia Line, Thomas Rhett. Oh, I love that. So you just gave Tyler from Florida Georgia Line a new haircut. Yeah, we wanted to go short. So that was kind of, was that like something you had to debate? Because he no. was kind of known for his long hair. How did he decide no. to chop it off? Tyler is so, um, he's so, like, he knows himself so well. He does? Yeah, he Who really does. Who is Tyler? Tyler is uh, the most amazing husband man. I've always said my whole life that he's going to have to okay whoever I get married to. <laughs> because he's amazing, but he's so he knows himself so well, so well and he's so 100% confident that everybody was like, "No, don't do it." And he's like, "F it. I love my haircut." Yeah. It looks great. I love it. My wife loves it. Yeah, and you he, love it. He and his wife. The thing I love about Florida Georgia Line and Thomas Rhett oh. is they love their wives so much. And they have, to me, I feel like started this trend in country music where it's yep. cool to be married. Yeah, I actually remember a story that Tyler told me, and I don't know if he would even want this out there, but I'm sure he doesn't care. <laughs> um, he said, you know, we're trying to make it, like, you, this is years ago, that they were trying to make a change, that there was going to be no more them featured with love interest in any of their music videos. It was either going to be their wives or it was going to be another couple. Really? And they were going to sing around them. And Thomas Rhett is the same way, really. Yeah. I feel like it has made people love them more and, and embrace their love stories oh with their wives. Oh, my gosh. You just want it. You, you do. Want, I mean, they are truly that. like that behind the scenes. Yes. They are just, they respect each other and they are growing their life together and it's really cool to watch. I mean, both sets of Florida Georgia Line, Brian and BK too. I mean, Brian and B. Cole too. And that's cool because, and all the wives have their own thing. Like, Haley, who's married to Tyler, has her blog, The yep. Vogue Trip, which is awesome. Yep. And then Ty, uh, Brittany and B. Cole have Tribe Kelly. So, like, the wives yep. have their own cool and thing Lauren's going on And Lauren's doing, like, all this amazing, like, oh, with saving the, the world. world. Yeah, she's, they are going to save the world. Lauren, who's married to Thomas Rhett, basically saves the world. Yep. <laughs> yeah, she basically saves the world. Like, all of my women do something that they're, like, changing the world. Yep. It's amazing to see what's going to happen in the next couple of years. 
So Thomas Rhett, tell me what his hair's like. He's got great hair. Thomas he Rhett. He came to a Mohawk at one time. Oh, we're going back to the Mohawk right now, actually, for tour, because he's headlining his first tour, which is, which is insanity. Awesome. He had the biggest year last year. Oh, my gosh. With this Die year is just Man. about to yes, even be bigger. Did. Which yep. also, I love Die Happy Man was about Lauren. Like, the wives. I yeah. love that it's about and, love stories. And his new single called Star of the Show is actually the first song that he ever wrote about Lauren. I think he was like 17 years old. I mean, the, how great to be married to these guys who just love their wives so much. That's why I'm not settling. This is why I'm still <laughs> single everybody you have great examples <laughs> i do i have the best examples my father included but yeah. um thomas rett's hair people don't know this about thomas rett he's actually a little bit middle eastern really yeah like zane okay so we try to like i mean it's curly and we try to go with it and make him embrace it rather than straightening it or making him do something that's not comfortable for him yeah and it really does work for him but he definitely needs a haircut about every 10 days because he just has so much hair oh my goodness yes the thing that I also love, too, with all these guys that you do is guys sometimes just do, like, a basic haircut. You know, regular guys will just don't even worry about their hair. But really, a st hair is such a statement for guys, and it can be used as a statement. Um, it really means the world. I think it's funny that I travel with the men way more than even the <laughs> girls. What do you do when you, like, style a guy? I mean, it's like a, like a pre-show kind of thing, you know? Sometimes we'll have some drinks, but, you know, we just get it flowing to flow looking <laughs> natural messy but still very but still good. done like yeah. they're not afraid to be like yes i have a hairstylist that travels with me and yes i love what she does i love that i know me too i love that okay so basically you're seeing everyone in country music <laughs> i mean pretty much and then the dry house the so you do the cut and color of like all these stars but yep. then you have this whole living room area yep. with tons of stylists how many stylists do you have working for you right now i think 13 13, so there's all these stations, and you can come in here and be like, okay, I want my hair to look like Bridget Bardot, yep. or I want my hair to have like a really cool braid, yep. or I want to do some sort of messy updo, and pretty much the, the dry house can make it happen. You could literally come every day of the week and get something a little bit different. I mean, you come yeah. once a week, and we I come always, every Wednesday. You come every Wednesday before your show, because yeah, before National Insider, me and my host Lindsay Caldwell, we yeah, come, we love Lindsay, love Lindsay. We but come you do like done. some top knots sometimes, totally. or you'll get the messy beach waves, or like I don't think people realize how much you can do with your hair? I don't think anyone realizes. People just curl it. So what we're doing is we're doing this huge social media kind of overhaul where we're going to be doing tutorials and nice. we're going to have all my clients come in, the famous ones and not famous ones, that everyone's a star here. We're <laughs> going to have everybody doing something different and you're really going to see how short hair is affected by the dry house, how long yes. hair, yeah, how curly hair, different things that you can do. And not outrageous and out of this world, like things that you can actually just go to dinner with some girlfriends wearing on a Saturday night. I love that. Yeah. It's cool. Okay, so tell me how you got into hair, and then tell me about your Whoa. vision, because you have a very powerful, you believe in the universe, which I do too. 100%. And that's kind of plays into how this whole dry house started. Well, we always laugh, because my business partner is um, Cassidy Bentley, which is Dirks' wife, obviously. And so they've been family for me from the day, did I touch anything? Oh, no, I'm just checking. Family for me from the day that, you know, I moved down here. Um, but it was really funny years ago, um, Kristen Cavalieri. Oh, from Laguna Beach, who now is like killing it with the shoes, cookbooks, momhood, yes. everything. She got this giant bulldog and she named him Bentley. And I was like, what a cool little sophisticated name for a dog. Yes. So my boyfriend at the time gave me a dog for Christmas and I named him Bentley. And so every day I was like, Bentley, don't pee. Bentley, don't go here. <laughs> Bentley, come. And I didn't realize that I was putting it out there because look who I'm in business with. I'm in with Bentley. Bentley. So then changed my password. Um, and I've got, I got the next thing that I wanted to Bentley? To come. I, no, I changed it to, no, Bentley was always the name. So Bentley was your password for all your emails, but you changed yes. it so no one can log into your stuff now, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, Allie's email is Bentley, her password. No, and then I changed it to the Dry House 2015, and that was it. We opened 2015, and then I changed it to... So you kind of feel like you drew Cassidy Bentley into your life? 1,000%. Like, it was you happening. You didn't even know you were doing it. Yes. And she was doing it at the same time. How so? And she... Because she wanted to... In, she wanted to be part of something. And she loves hair, and she loves the beauty. And so I think even her just thinking about it, we just kind of like... Well, they say, Rumi, one of his favorite quotes is, what you're seeking is seeking you. So really, like, y'all were seeking each other. A hundred percent. And me and the dry house were seeking each other, too, which is funny. Was it scary to launch a business like this? Oh, my gosh. It was, I, I don't even remember that year of my life. Because <laughs> it was just crazy? A whirlwind. I mean, there wasn't ever not a meeting. There wasn't ever a time I wasn't worried. I, there wasn't ever a time that we couldn't find space and... Me and Cassidy would sit there and be like, well, we want to do it. We have the means to do it. Mm -hmm. You have the skill to do it. Why is it not happening? Right. And then Dirks and Cassidy one day came and they saw this location and they called me immediately. And they were like, oh, my goodness, we found the most amazing location. It's in Green Hills in the heart of Nashville. Yep. How did you link up with Cassidy? Um, one of her really good friends named Monica um, came in to get her hair blown out by me and loved it so much. She wanted to give a very pregnant Cassidy with Knox, with their third, give her like a little special treatment. And so she came in. She didn't even tell me who she was. I had no idea. We just connected immediately. And I think I said to her like, oh, when you're done having that baby, are you going to go downtown? And she's like, well, me and my husband can't really go. <laughs> like, he's kind of a little no. Like, she still would not tell me who it, like, who it was, but I knew. Yeah. So that was a funny story. But did I tell you about that I changed my password to Adele? Oh, tell that story. Okay, I changed my password to Adele 2016. So after Bentley, so now you're linked up with Cassidy. You started the dry house. And now I think I can do anybody. I'm yeah. like, the, the world is my oyster. So now you're like, okay, I'm going to put my password as who I want to link up with next. I and like I'm like, that. it's got to be Adele. Me and Adele have to be best friends. Have to be. So I knew she was oh, coming in town. Off, oh, we're already friends in my mind. Oh, for sure. And I'm not even, and I'm a huge fan, but it's not even like that. Like, I just think we're supposed to know each other. Okay. Very weird. I feel it. Feel it. So she was coming to Nashville for a show in October. And so... I changed my password, and every day I was Adele 2016, Adele 2016. So one day, this British lady calls the dry house on the phone, and she says, um, hi, we would really like to get a, a hair done for a famous client of mine. She's a European artist, and her name is Adele, and she's really humble and down to earth. And you're like, holy oh, mom, I, I was like, mom, I made it. <laughs> Adele, it's coming into the dry house. I mean, then we found out it was her birthday. We got like this really expensive bottle of wine and cleaned the whole salon. Every one of my employees <laughs> who didn't want to work worked that day, of Obviously. course. My mom was sitting in the break room, like peeking out. And 1.30 comes around and two women walk in who combined are not Adele. <laughs> and I'm like, maybe they're scoping the place out. <laughs> no, she was a famous pigeon painter from Belgium. <laughs> but... I got an Adele. Hey, you weren't specific enough. <laughs> you got to be very specific here. I know. And my friend goes, why didn't you ask for a last name? I was like, I don't know. Because Adele <laughs> has no last name. Yeah, it's just Does Adele. anyone know her last name? And the woman was British. Like, she clearly knew what she was doing. So you calling. actually did. You achieved your goal. Oh, it was the worst. I think I was so mad during that blowout. I was shaking. And I feel so bad for this famous Adele artist. Because she's amazing in her own right. Pigeons. Hey, a lot of people love pigeons. I mean, no, her pictures are amazing, by the way. I'm plugging her now somehow. <laughs> but Adele, like, and it wasn't Adele. And I was like, well, who did I think I was? <laughs> well, you did it with Bentley, so. I know, but Adele, it's Adele, Adele. So next time you got to be more specific. Here. Who are <laughs> yeah. you working on now? Or is um, it a secret? No, it's not a secret. still Adele 2017. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just changed the date. Okay, great. And I think I put in something like, my whole thing for 2017 is no self-doubt. 
Oh, that I love that. Thing. I'm like, instead of getting, I don't need other people. We're doing great. The business is doing great. Now I really have to work on myself for a minute. Okay, so tell me how, what you, what's your mantra to like not have self-doubt? Well, Thomas Rhett walked in one day and he just, I don't know, out of nowhere said, what are you giving up for 2017? I was like, do you even give any, I mean, that's Lent. You don't give, and I, and I without even a hesitation, was like self-doubt. And he was like, how are you going to do that? And I said, just stop second guessing myself. I'm strong. I'm independent. I'm a happy person. Nashville loves me. I mm -hmm. love Nashville. When I want to color my hair, I'm just going to do it. When I right. want to go somewhere, I'm just going to go. If right. I want to book a vacation, I'm just, instead of doubt, I'm constantly doubting. What are you doubting? That it's all going to fall Am apart Am I good or enough? Yeah, waiting for that shoe to drop is probably one of the hardest things ever. I mean, I've built this all up, and in two days, it could be taken away. But could it really? Yeah, I mean, no, probably <laughs> not. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's always that fear that... Well, because it's your baby and you put so much into it, but then what if like the yeah. rug gets pulled out somehow? And we want to open up a bunch more, and we want to do product line. I mean, it's kind of overwhelming. Totally. So yeah. you just have to have total confidence. Total confidence. Total have confidence. to. And go into everything. Like, I rock. Like, I have a little moment with myself before I go and do things. Yes, like a little pep talk. Yeah, totally a little pep talk. Yes, I love that. I get fired up. You have to. Have you ever watched Tony Robbins, I'm Not Your Guru? I mean, Tony Robbins, like, yes. Tony Robbins is the best of The all. best. But he kind of does that. You, you know, you have to, like, pep yourself yeah. up. Like, honestly, like, tell yourself, I rock. Yeah, kind of like my artists do, because somebody said to me once, do you ever get nervous doing all these famous musicians? Because they their hair in? is on TV everywhere. I said no because I really am the rock star when they're sitting in my chair. Right. They sought me out. And you so know they you're brought great. a ticket to this show. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> truly. So egotistical. It's but not egotistical. I'm, you have to believe in what you're doing yeah. or else how could anyone else believe in it? They wouldn't. You have to yeah. know you're great. Everybody. You have to know you're great at what yeah. you're doing or else how could you get anyone else to buy into it? You wouldn't. So how did all this celebrity clientele start trickling in? So casually, me and Cassidy had a moment where we said we wanted everybody that was famous that came into the dry house to be organic. She didn't want to send an email out to her friends and say, you have to check it out. Dirks was not going to necessarily post about it. I mean, mm -hmm. he's, got, he's posting about what he does. Right. So it, it just trickled word of mouth, being a good person, going out, marketing, doing one hair, and like really loving on it. I mean, how did you get here? I got here because just everyone started coming to the dry house. It was just the place. It's like, if you want great hair, you go to the dry house. So and like then I met media? you. Oh, and we just... I think award shows, like, I maybe saw Brittany. people... Brittany. Maybe Jason Aldean's oh, wife. Oh, we forgot about that. Jason and Brittany come here. Oh, Jason Aldean. comes here, yep. I cut Jason's hair. Yeah. I mean, hello. <laughs> I <miss> Jason. I, <laughs> if I say it too many times, I have a friend that on my 21st birthday gave me a signed picture of Jason Aldean for my birthday in New Jersey. Because that's By where you're way. from, New Jersey. Yes. And so I had it. And then the minute I, he, the first time he ever called me, I ran home Did and took die? the picture down and just put it under my bed. I was like, I'm cool now. They know me. I don't need yeah, to have this picture Yeah, I don't need up. an autograph picture anymore <laughs> because I got the real thing. <laughs> so I just can't say it too many times. It's awesome. I there, love that. Me and Jason just, I mean, you know him personally, too. He's dry sense of humor. Yes. And me and him just instantly connected. I mean. And Brittany, his wife, is the sweetest gosh, thing. Gosh. I mean, she is. Incredible at makeup. Um, is she could anyone be more beautiful? Like I hate to say no. that in front of you because no. I think you're no. just as beautiful. No, no, but no, no, no. I Brittany is flawless. Like she walks out looking her, like she's ready for a and runway. Is she ever every day. in a bad mood? No. <laughs> mm -mm. And Sometimes she's, she's like, I'm in a bad mood, and I'm like. No, Why you're not. Are you still smiling. <laughs> the thing with Brittany too is like I feel like she's very lighthearted. You know, like sometimes like I tend to get she's a lover. I get very heavy about stuff. She, she always can keep it very lighthearted, which a I lover. admire. Yeah, she's a total lover mm -hmm. of thing. I mean, everything. I mean, she can't even stand when Jason goes hunting. Yeah, oh, she I loves I mean, she's like, do not so call much. me. I mean, he can't even call her on the phone. She gets real upset, emotional. Yeah, because <laughs> she just loves the animals. Yeah, she loves all of the animals. <laughs> so sweet. She is. She's she's the like best. Saint Francis. 
that's the, the saint of the animals. Oh, she she is like Saint Francis. We're gonna have to tell her that. Uh-huh. Start calling her Franny. Hey Franny. Hey Franny. <laughs> okay, so they just started trickling in organically, and I think I yeah. started seeing you at like award shows, like the ACMs. You're out there at Vegas. You bring some girls in the yeah, team. Yeah, we do the Dry House does Vegas. Yeah, that's it's a fun. thing. We do it is a, like a party. Oh my gosh, we have the music going. Everyone comes in. There's makeup artists on one side, hairdressers on the other. Everyone's getting ready. Wardrobe stylists. I mean, it's a really cool, just fun way. Because women are so nervous before. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care how beautiful you are. When you're about to walk that red carpet, Ugh. you have a little bit of self-doubt. You yes. have to pump yourself up. You want to look like, great, and you want to be confident. And you want to be surrounded by people who you trust to be like, okay, this is, okay, now you're perfect. Yeah. Because totally. then you believe it. Right. So that's what we do in Vegas. So we kind of have a pre before. There's some champagne, I'm not going to lie. Not a lot. <laughs> Got to have champagne. But yeah, everyone just has a really good time and the music's going and we have a dance party and it's fun. You're going to come this year? You're going to stop by? Oh yeah, Bow okay. show. Can't awesome. be missing. Awesome. So tell me how you found your love for hair and makeup. No, you don't do makeup. You have you love makeup. I do makeup. makeup. Oh, you do do makeup. I do. That's like a hidden thing that no one knows. So like Lauren, Thomas Rhett's wife, I will do both for her. Which you did Lauren's makeup for New when Year's Thomas Eve. Rhett played New, New Year's Eve. Eve. Like the huge show. What's that called? Rockin'. Rockin' Dick New Year's Clark's Eve. Rockin' New Year's Eve. It's the one where Mariah Carey <laughs> didn't, her tracks didn't play right this year. <laughs> but Thomas Rhett's was perfect. Yeah, Thomas Rhett was perfect. <laughs> His performance went off without a hitch, which is great. I'm sure that's the most nerve-wracking show ever. Because you don't have any... Like, say like your sound doesn't go right or say like you can't hear oh, in your in-ears like no. there's no chance to fix it and no. you're playing for like the largest audience ever I mean I think that's Thomas Rhett's biggest fear in life was he nervous um it was great the thing about Thomas Rhett was also it, no one no one can see this on on stage but you're not playing to that all those people oh that's you're good. playing to like a little group and his Way entire better. family flew into New York City so he had and a we were all group. front row Oh, yeah. I love that. And you did Lauren's hair and makeup, which How, she I mean, was a bombshell. You did that center cut, which looked so good. She had yeah. some bright red lips. She looked like a model. I know. She's the best she's ever looked. People uh, were telling me, she complimenting me. Absolutely. Always. Well, she is so naturally gorgeous. So then to put like a little like, you know, juju on it that you yeah. do, it was out of this world. Everybody commented under her picture saying... You're even pretty without makeup. And I'm like, but everybody wants to feel pretty. Like, it's New Year's Eve, people. Lighten up. You want to dress up? Put some up. bright red lips on. Why not? Put some eyelashes Make on. Makeup's fun. Yeah, makeup is so fun. Guess what? It comes off with water. <laughs> I know. I don't know. Exactly. People just like to I think people complain. need to start taking chances. I agree with that. Have a little out fun. Of the box. Yeah. So how did you get, how did you find your love for hair and makeup? I don't know if I've ever had a love for hair and makeup. Okay. If that makes sense. I don't know. I was a total tomboy in you high school. You were? 100%. I think I just didn't want to go to college. Okay. Like, it's not like I had this from, like, when I was two. And so I went to college for, like, three weeks. And I was... <laughs> I, but the thing is, I probably did love it. Like, I can remember doing friends of mine for prom. But not, like, doing it because I was like, oh, I love this and I'm drawn to this and I have to do it. Mm-hmm. But I think I've always seen things in color. And okay. so hair color has always been a huge thing for me. So you love coloring hair? Oh, my gosh. It's, I see it in everything. I see it in the walls. I see it in trees. I see it in leaves and bricks. Really? It's crazy. I pick up an inspiration. It's almost like I have to shut my mind down sometimes. Because you see so much color. Oh, I dream it. So I'll wake up and write formulas down. Like some people, some really? of my clients' formulas have come to me in dreams. What do you mean write formulas down? Are there not just standard formulas? No. I mean, you're like a chemist. You have to like mix different things to get the perfect color. Really? Oh, yeah. So does every person you color have a different formula? Oh, yeah. And you dream it all up? Well, sometimes. Yeah, Karen Fairchild's color was dreamed up. Really? Yeah, I was just struggling with with going a little bit lighter and making it shiny but still having her dark. And mm-hmm. and then I went to sleep one night and I was thinking about it and I woke up in at like 3 o'clock in the morning and I was like, whoop, 
four, seven, five. And I was like, just wrote it down. Now it wasn't the whole formula, but it was like the portion that I had been that was a hang missing. Up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So you literally dreamed it. I dreamed uh, last week. I dreamed. <laughs> Um, a new wave that I started doing, which Miranda told me was is her absolute favorite now. What is, oh, wow. I don't know how. It's just like a technique, and I'm so bad at it that I look like I've never held a curling iron before, and I'm like, it's just because it's brand new. I but you get the result. Get there. Yeah, they, and everybody seems to really love it. Wow. Yep. I love that. I love how passionate you are about hair. Love it. I just, I mean, it's been 17 years I've been in, I've been doing hair. Okay, so you started, ba- you started like in 16. Jersey. Yeah. Okay. I started in New Jersey. I was a receptionist. Then I was assisting forever. And I continued. Hair to, yeah. And then I like dropped out of college, went to hair school, did hair all through that, and then been doing hair ever since. And I get girls in here sometimes that I have to sit down and say, are you sure this is what you want to do? Because 17 years later and every morning I wake up loving whatever I'm about to do. do. That's, yeah. um, don't you think people should fight to find the thing they love? Fight. Don't ever stop. I had to fight the fact that 17 years ago, it wasn't like the norm to drop out of college. Yes. And go to trade school. Trade school was like, oh, you're stupid. You didn't make it in college. Totally, totally. So it wasn't even an option on the table for me. Now, like, people are traveling with their hair and makeup artists. The Kardashians can't go anywhere without their hair and makeup people. Exactly. It's crucial. And I think it's amazing. And I'm so happy for the people, like, the trailblazers who, like, Like Serge Norman. Well, I don't know about that. (laughs) But the the people that I look up to... That like just we're like we don't care. This is what we're doing. It's an art. Yep. It's just as much an art as a painter. A hundred percent. Yep. Just yeah. as much as a singer. It is like and it's all of it, it goes hand in hand. Like I think that's another thing that people don't quite understand is as an artist or a performer to have great hair and makeup is just as crucial as having great wardrobe. It's yeah. just as crucial as honestly having great songs. Like yeah. it all is a part of the package. People's style is so important to their artistry. Yeah, and I think you can feel more like yourself in certain hair in certain ways. Like I, or even better than you feel as yourself. I watch like I'll give you a funny story, but like Casey Musgraves comes in, and when she comes in without her hair done, you're you don't even necessarily you're like, oh, there's a pretty brunette. Mm-hmm. The minute you bump that up, she's Casey Musgraves. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yes. She's walking out of here with like her little like pep in her step. Yes. And, and you can see it like it makes people's days. We're day makers for sure. I love that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Okay, so how did you take, how did you decide to move to Nashville? Because you're in Jersey. How did you decide to move to Nashville? My grandmother is born and raised Nashville. Really? Yeah, and she got sick about, I guess, four years ago now. Um, And she would, like, start to get little bits of dementia, and she would look at me, and she'd be like, you need to go to Nashville. You need to go to Nashville. Oh, she just knew it. serious. I don't know if she knew. I mean, she's a little batshit crazy, but <laughs> aren't we all? And my da- <laughs> only the best ones are. And my dad was actually born and lived here until he was about seven. Okay, so Nashville's always in Ties. your heart and your mind. It's my roots, man. And I'll tell you what: when I left and I came to Nashville, I've never felt more at home in my life. Really? Yeah. Why did you feel at home in Nashville? I don't know how to explain it. It's a little deep. Let's we get deep it. on the we show. Can, we can get so deep. So I've love battled you. with a little bit of anxiety probably my whole life. I feel like that's just normal. Like, I think it's very normal. I think it's not talked about like it should be. Yeah. And like I just didn't like what's about to ha- what's about to come. I moved to Nashville and I fell asleep the first night I woke up. I've never had anxiety since that day. Except I mean little things like going out on the road or the business. Right. But my personal anxiety has never been there before. I mean after. Why do you think it disappeared? I think I wasn't at home in New Jersey. It wasn't where I was supposed to be. And I really think that Nashville was calling me my whole life really yeah did you feel signs of it your whole life calling yep like just how just in your heart you felt tugs well yeah i felt tugs and things would draw me to it i'm trying to think of specific things my dad always listened to country music so i think that always 
And I'd be like, Dad, come on, that's not cool. We're in New Jersey. <laughs> Put on some hip hop. Yeah, like, totally. Let's do it. <laughs> but he would play it all the time. And I think that that developed my love for country music. And, you know, Alan Jackson, we listened to. Garth Brooks was like huge in my family growing up. Um, and so when I moved down here, it was like everything was right. And my grandmother loved to hear that I had moved. I thought I was going to leave in a couple years and go to like South Beach. Okay. Like Miami. Okay. So I was like, I'm just going to stop here and pay homage to my grandma and I'll be on my Check way. Check it out. Nope. Never and my grandmother it. loved that I lived, that I moved here. She did? Oh my gosh. She's never been more proud of me. Oh. Ever. She's so this huge, is her heart too. Oh, heart and soul forever. I love that. You know, isn't that crazy? Yes. So yeah. So tell me about the secret and how you believe in the universe and all that because we kind of connect on that level. Um, yeah, we definitely connect on that level. I think that I don't really know. Um, I've never seen the secret and um, I just, it just always happened to me. So that's a hard one to kind of explain. But I am a firm believer that that's why I have my passwords because you type it every day. So unknowingly, you're actually sending it up to the universe and the universe is picking up on it. It's like when you're so scared to get sick and then you get sick. It's like, right, yes. you draw it to you. You draw everything to you, for sure. Love, friendships, uh, businesses. I believe. I know you believe in that too. What's yes. one of yours? I want to hear one of your stories real quick. Uh, I don't know. I think I I used to be very like fearful about stuff and like worried and I don't know. It took me a long time to get clear on what I loved in my heart. Yeah. And then once I did that, I started having a few things happen. Like I got the amazing race. I kind of fell into my life. I'd always wanted to travel. Well, that's right. That is your story. I'd always wanted to travel. I'd always wanted to be on TV. And then yeah. that happened. And it kind of like knocked out two birds with one stone. Traveling and being on TV. And then I just started realizing that like positivity is so much more effective than yeah. being negative and people don't realize that people like to complain so much yeah. and they think they should like prepare for the worst but i actually think you should prepare for the best i think that for me it's instilled in you when i think when you're little that you can't have everything and but it's why not why why can't you like i'm always like i used to say i'm a balanced scale so i wouldn't trade my business because i'm single mm -hmm. i've mentioned that 15 times and i'm not <laughs> mad about it at all because you're waiting for the right guy Right, but I, I was like, I'm, why would I settle with a guy? But I can have a perfect guy and a perfect business and the best friends. And, you know, mm -hmm. you can have it but all. I know, but I don't know what, where in our childhood gets instilled in us that you can't. I don't either. It's like when you say to a little girl, when you say to a grown adult, oh, my gosh, I love your outfit. They're like, oh, this? Oh, I got it. It was only $10. Instead of just saying thank you, when you say to right. a oh, little girl, that dress is beautiful. She goes, I know, right? There's right. nothing. They're so, they know they look beautiful and they right. feel it. Yes. So somewhere after that, the fear is instilled and it's like, and I just wish we could change that somehow. I agree. Yeah. So, but where did you get your, like, where did you, when did it click or have you always known just to believe in the power of your dreams and like positivity and the secret and all that? Um, I think for me, karma is a huge totally. thing. And I feel like there was a year probably when I was 24 or five that I completely cleared all of my bad karma. How do you clear all your bad karma? You it just comes back to you, and when it's done, you have to say, like, this is happening for a reason. So, like, you had a heavy year? I had a heavy... I wasn't always necessary. I would talk behind people's backs. Yeah. I know. That when I was younger. I, was, I would, I would too. Like, to make myself feel... It was all about my own insecurities, Totally. It would be... It's kind of fun to gossip and talk bad. I did that when I was in my 20s, too. I, I completely try with all my heart not to yeah. do that anymore. And so um, I remember one, I walked in on a couple of my friends talking about me and it didn't feel good and I feel like that was my karma. And they became not my friends and I started only keeping people that bring things to the table. Right. You know, because I'm like, I built this table. 
Absolutely. I cook the meal I'm serving at this table. When love is no longer served, you need to be able to get up and walk away from it. Oh, I love that. So yeah. it just like clicked in your head that I don't want to be a part of that anymore? I just didn't want to ever have negative come back to me for something that I have done or that I've inflicted on another human being or an animal that. or my employees or yes. whatever. I love that. And I keep getting it. Like, I'm still learning. We're not perfect. We had a work in progress here. But I think... Um, that you and I are different. We're on like a different level. I know. The first time I met you, I, yeah. we like we connected really quickly because we were we go for the same things and believe, yeah. almost believe in magic. Like I consider it magic. I believe in magic too, and I like I love supporting other women and watching them see their dreams come true. Yes, Even other hairdressers. I'm like, there is enough Room celebrities. For oh my gosh. I, one day I'm not going to be able to do this. Yeah. To be the next one that takes over, I'll be onto something different. I agree. And to yeah. wish ill on people only brings that, like you said, karma. If you are putting it's some heavy stuff, even if you're like secretly wishing someone fails, they're all secretly wishing people fail. If I you, hate it. If you secretly wish someone fails, yeah. though, what I don't think people realize is karma is still so going. Real. You're still putting it into the universe. You're putting that energy out there, and for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, and that includes your thoughts. Yeah, and um, we have a bunch of haters in this town. Yeah. Um, because of what we're doing and where we're headed and their own insecurities that they can't ride, you know, the train. I mm -hmm. always say to people, you're either on Allie's train or you're in my way. <laughs> Pick wisely. Yeah. And it's not meant to be rude, but I'm going to do everything with love and I'm not going to fail because of that. Right. And so, like I said, there's enough room for everybody, basically, and enough I growth. And so, for me, I just... I was like, listen, you've been a shitty person. Why don't you try being a good person see what happens? I love that. And whoa. Whoa. Life-changing. It's totally life-changing. Yeah. And I love what you said. This year is your year of no self-doubt. Yep. So combining no self-doubt with love and yep. wishing everyone well, but then just staying focused. I mean, yeah. it sounds to me like you're going to be taking over Nashville. I want to. <laughs> I want everyone in Nashville to have beautiful hair. I love that. Yeah, just changing, just changing Nashville one hair at a time. <laughs> Tell me your dream for 2017. Um, I think happiness, like, in, like always. Just to be happy all the time? Just be happy all the time. Like, no, because you have days. I mean, like, inside happiness where you know. You know, I had some crappy things that happened lately to me, and it normally would have led me down a, down a dark road. But I was like, nope, you're going up. Like, don't look back. I love that. You're not that. going that way. Kind of a Pinterest quote. <laughs> I love that. So, yeah, so I think that's it. And I want my staff to flourish, too. I want them to come into their own. It's really hard, like, when you're, when you're like me and you to have confidence and be motivated because it's – Probably 1% of the population make up us. Which if everyone was like this, don't you think the Can't world would be it. such a better place? It would be the most amazing place. But it's so easy they to help. switch your mind. So like my advice to everybody is always like be a good friend to somebody. Talk to them. Everyone's going through something that they need to work out. And it was really hard for me to change. I had to dedicate. How did you change? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. I don't. I mean, I prayed a lot. You wanted it. I really, really wanted. You knew I wanted you, success, and you knew you weren't going to get it if you didn't change. Yes. How did you know that? Um, I don't know. You I'm just real knew. connected. You really you knew know in that. your soul that if you didn't get positive and happy and like focused on the good, that nothing good was ever going to come my way. I mean, I would have momentary happiness, mm -hmm. but it was never going to be like that completed emotional. I mean, I had to 
heal relationships along the way. I had to cut relationships along the way. And so I think the heal, cutting is real easy. Do you think being upfront with people and being honest is crucial? Oh, gosh, it's 100% crucial, but people can't handle it. So many people like to drag around and ignore and sweep us stuff under the rug, but I, I kind of in the same mentality. If I have some weird energy with someone, I have to clear that energy or else yeah, I can't move on. And you don't have to do it rudely or nasty. I would just sit the person down and say, hey, can we talk for a minute? Mm -hmm. Like these three things are, they're not, they're not working for me and they're probably going to say get defensive right away and but eventually they will come and understand or or they will say this is the reason why I've been doing it and everything is it's just a healing process yeah and it's a really cool one to be part of you feel light and happy afterwards yes I love mentoring people that have this because I'm real good at that too that's probably something you didn't know mentoring yeah I love mentoring like two people that are going like being that middle person that kind of I love okay, that you, okay don't get a little loud and out of control that right. person's a time to talk like yeah I love that. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to wrap up Yay. with Leave Your Light. So we kind of, this whole thing has been inspirational. Obviously, you're the celebrity hair stylist. You do all of the most famous people's hair. Thank you. What would you, from all your experiences with people, you obviously you've worked with like the top of the top, but you also work with just everyone. Yeah. What is inspiration that you would like to leave people or how you have been inspired? Leave Your Light. Oh, I love this segment. I think that a lot of it just I just talked about. Mm -hmm. I think just being a really good human being and not taking people that are famous. I treat my famous people like they're normal and my normal people like they're famous. And that has that. literally worked for me my whole life. I love that. Because everybody matters. Everyone's important. Every job. There's no job that's more important, important than anybody else's. And money does not matter. I agree. My mom always told me this. Follow what you love and the money will come. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. I love that. I'm still waiting for it, but... Oh, well, I mean, you're building an empire here. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> Ryan, thank, thank you, you so much, much for thank joining you. me. You're the love you. Love you. Love you, girl. Uh -huh. Caroline, she's the queen of talking I hope you loved hearing from Allie Ryan and got some insight into what it's like to be a celebrity hairstylist. Next week, y'all, I have one of Allie's clients, Brittany Williams, who's married to Jason Aldean, and they both are clients of Allie. So I'm going to hear all about Brittany's career path, which is makeup, y'all. She is so good at doing makeup. She's so good at style. She talks about life on the road with Jason. It is so great. She's also a dear friend. A Thousand Horses toured with Jason Aldean all last year, so I got to know her so well. She is the sweetest thing that ever hit this earth, and she's so talented and so beautiful. So y'all get excited. Next week, I have Brittany Williams.